Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Hello dear listeners and welcome, welcome to a grey, a cold, slightly damp West Yorkshire, Bradford, looking out across the uh, away end at the kind of uh, Yellowstone buildings that hem in Valley Parade. Welcome to today's League One fixture, maybe it's a third division fixture there. Um, welcome indeed to Acton Millwall. My name is Nick Hart and here we are up at Bradford City Millwall. A critical fixture for the Lions. Uh, many saying around me they take a draw here today. Big news, big team news is that the new signing, there was a double signing in the week. I don't know if you followed this in amongst all the other tumult that's been going on around the club, but the uh, big signing of the week is the arrival, of course, of Jed Wallace, the prodigal son from last season, here on loan to the end of the season. Fantastic news. Welcome back, Jed. And also the arrival of uh, Jake Cooper, a very promising defender we hear from Reading, who goes straight into the first team today. Apparently, Sean Hutchinson is injured or struggling in the pre-match. I don't know which, but he's not playing today. In, into the first team comes Jake Cooper, described online fantastically by one post, and I can't remember who it was, so I apologise, but uh, contact me and I'll give full credit. I thought it was a fantastic quote. Um, Jake Cooper had been described as the English Paolo Maldini, and uh, this online post, this wag, described it instead as um, Paolo Maldini is the English Jake Cooper, and I thought that's a fantastic one. I'm going to steal on there, I just, just stole it from the, uh, the mystery online poster. So two big signings, uh, Cooper starts today, otherwise the lines are, are unchanged. In goal today will be Jordan Archer, across the back line Tony Craig, Byron Webster, Jake Cooper and Sean Cummings. In the middle will be Ben Thompson and Sean Williams. On the wings will be Fred and Aidan O'Brien, AOB as he's known. Up front the dynamic duo Lee Gregory, Steve Morrison. Achtung, Mailball. Now then, dear listener, as you know, this has been a tumultuous week in the history of Mill Football Club. I don't think that's overplaying the, uh, the, the hyperbole. I don't think so. All week we, uh, we've been waging war on Mersham Council, and revelations have appeared in the press. You may have seen these revelations um, relating to allegations regarding the misuse of the um, name of Sport England in the context of a funding uh, arrangement for the Surrey Canal Sports Foundation, which is the charity that sits at the very heart of the renewal scheme that's going to revamp the area, or is planned to revamp the area, shall we say. Um, now, Renewal, uh, the development company, have set up this, this charity 
Surrey Canal Sports Federation, SCSF, upon which sits members of um, you know, well-known names. And the chairing is, is uh, Steve Norris, he of the failed mayoral candidacy twice over. Uh, he chairs it, but also sitting on there is Sir Stephen Bullock, the now um, reeling mayor of Lewisham, in the light of these allegations that appeared in The Guardian. Also Peter John, who is uh, leader of Southwark Council, who I think may yet be another storyline that unfolds as this little drama plays out. And now stepping down from it critically is Baroness Grey Thompson, Dame Tanny Grey Thompson, um, a very genuine lady whom I've had the pleasure of speaking to, a Paralympian national hero, gold medalist of course, whose name was being um, associated with it. Purely, I mean, she was there purely to promote sport, inclusive sport in the, in the inner city, something we can all agree with and all go along with. Tani has stepped down from that ball. She no longer wishes to be associated with the unfolding dirt and murk and drama relating to this uh, charitable uh, foundation that will apparently um, oversee the creation of what they call the Energised Sports Centre, which is going to be a super-duper sports arena seating 3,000 people for basketball and table tennis and all sorts of um, bells and whistle type of events. Um, it's critical to the area because otherwise all we know are, are just another developer. But with this public good thing in the middle of it, this sports centre, this renewal stroke SCSF centre in the middle of it all, it becomes something that the, the area will benefit from, hence allowing the murky dealings to try to get the compulsory purchase orders over our land. So you can see the logic of it all. Now, these allegations have appeared in The Guardian. You will have seen them, you may have read them. Do check out on Twitter, do check out the AMS feed on, on, uh, on Facebook and Twitter. It's all on there. Um, the links to The Guardian story, which is fantastically written by Barney Rona, a real friend to North Football Club. When this war is over, then there'll be an accounting of our friends and our enemies. And Barney Rone will um, deserve the order of Bermondsey for the work he's put into our, our dear club. Um, basically what's happened is that in the midst of trying to arrange for other funding, the charity has used the premise that Sports England, a national um, coordinator of sports funding, had promised £2 million, had pledged £2 million to their charity. And the punchline, of course, you can guess it, is they hadn't in real life actually pledged any money at all. And yet this uh, promise, this pledge, this, this so-called misrepresentation, well, this, mis this misrepresentation, that's what it is, has been splashed all over various publicity documents with Sir Steve Bullock's name attached to it, signed off unbelievably by the head of law at the Russian Borough Council. So as you can tell, um, there will be casualties. We fear there will be casualties. There will be blood, as the film uh, title has it. So this story is unfolding at the moment. I'm recording this at, B at Bradford on Saturday afternoon. Um, I gather there are more um, dramas yet to come, so we'll say no more on it than that. In the meantime, later on in the show, I hope to be able to speak to Mickey in the usual manner um, for a little bit of an update, a little bit of a conversation about where we stand at the moment. The uh, AMS campaign continues online. Support us, get online, get on Twitter, and you can help save your club by the simplest of, of devices. Just retweet all of the stuff that comes out of the AMS feed. Believe you me, Lewisham Council hate it. They absolutely hate the spotlight being shone into the dark corners, and there are plenty more dark corners in which to put on the neon lights. So um, go on, on to Twitter, go on Facebook, and retweet, retweet, retweet. Thank you, dear listener, for this public service announcement. Achtung, Mehlball. So here we are, 
stood standing at the away end of Valley Parade. The cold grey air hangs in the, in the valley. There's a valley of sorts around the ground. Um, away in the distance, you can see the houses on the hill, shrouded in a grey mist. Uh, floodlights are on. It is a cold day, it's a damp day, and the pitch from this distance, I'm in the upper part of the away end, the pitch looks like it will cut up somewhat. So there's a, there's a rough patch as I'm looking down on it. It's about um, 20 minutes before kickoff, I guess. What's it now? Half past two, about half hour before kickoff. Uh, um, stadium's filling up. You see away at the home end. It's not a large stadium. I came up here for the um, for the, the playoff game back in, in May. It was a very different uh, feeling and atmosphere. At the moment, the ground is, is empty pretty much, and I'm slowly filling bit by bit. <clears throat> two very large stands to our left uh, home stand. It, it's two-tiered. It's a large one, Premier League stand. It just suddenly stops as though cut by a knife down the middle, and there's a couple of um, security-type houses, I guess. There's a bar in there, maybe a club shop of some sort, and then there's a security men down there that I'm looking at at the moment. They're looking back at me, wondering what's going on. Um, but the ground itself is, is is on two sides, very large. On the right-hand side, it's moderate, and then the away end is, is tiny and cramped, a little bit like Brentford's um, away end of a very tight two-tier stand. It's, it's, a, it's a nice ground, I like it. It has character, it is a working-class area, although in the northern context, a burned-out working-class area. In the USA, it would be described as Rust Belt country, formerly industrial, now um, economically uh, bereft as you walk through Bradford city centre. Um, it has an empty kind of um, bombed-out feel slightly. Just looking out at the moment as I'm talking to you about it must be an old factory unit, it's all shut and the windows are painted um, so you can't see into it. There is a certain kind of um, deserted feel to it. Um, but there we are, that's that's the, the modern world. Today's game, big game. Um, Lions sitting just outside the top six. Bradford very much in the top six. I think it's about a four or five point gap between the two teams. Um, the Lions will be coming here looking for a result. Um, as I say, one or two are, are saying uh, around me they'd settle for a draw. It's probably a, a percentage call. Um, certainly I felt we, we played a lot better at, at Charlton in, t in phases last week, um, despite probably getting out of town with, um, you know, with, with a stroke of luck, with that disallowed goal for the, for the addicts. But certainly today's game um, is a big one. If we can get our goal scoring uh, duo back in, in sync, they weren't quite firing all cylinders last week, then we've got every chance of taking a result from this. But uh, I think I saw Neil Harris on the, one of the Lions um, player clips on, on Twitter saying how this is a, a tough fiction I'm making right. It's a tough place to come to. Good reception for Jed Wallace earlier on, a few minutes ago. The players have left the field before the pre-match warm-up. Uh, one or two blokes shaking his hand downstairs. I'm in the upper tier here. Um, pictures taken, kids with Jed Wallace. A huge favourite. He made a really big impact when he came to the club last season. And it's been a real boost. You know, a, a boost in a week that's, that's had a couple of boosts, actually, with the, the off-field revelations, but certainly the arrival of Jed Wallace and, to a, to a degree, the arrival of Jake Cooper. Not a player I knew previously, but but very highly rated from my read, so um, a real boost to the squad. The club seem to be taking the playoff push seriously, which is fantastic news as we come into the business end of the season. So um, great, great stuff, and certainly the fans are approving of Jed Wallace's return downstairs. Achtung, Mailball. Well, it's a much flatter atmosphere, dear listeners, and the um, playoff game, that uh, apocalyptic playoff game, back in May, just what, uh, eight months ago now, seven months ago. Here I am with a pie-eating John Shipman, our northern correspondent. Welcome to the show, John. 
ladies and gentlemen. I'm not gone native, it just happens to be that a pie was the only thing available to us. <laughs> We're fresh from the Star Wars bar in Bradford. It was it was quite remarkable, Nick. Um, so, yeah, the team's just entered onto the pitch. Big news today, as we've said already, is that J Jake Cooper starts. Sean Hutchinson out injured in the prelims, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, the new start for the new boy in central defence, highly rated. Of course, I'd forgotten they, they open up with... Um, Take me home country roads here, don't they? Forgotten that detail from the playoff game. Strange choice or something. The, the stadium is reasonably full now, the home end certainly is uh, looks pretty dense and packed. The side stand, quite a large stand, that's that's packed. And uh, a couple of got called on sanitaires, I think they're called in military terms. Seats between us at the away end and the Bradford. So it's a decent turnout today. Ryan's in a Juventus style white shorts, white stockings and blue and white shirt today, striped shirt. Incidentally, I don't know if anyone's seen the new Juventus, I'm not great, um, you know, don't bother me what Juventus do with themselves, but they've destroyed one of the iconic badges in world football in favour of a stylised J, playing on the idea of their black and white stripes. It's a total kind of Sports Direct style logo. A disgrace to their heritage, I would say, if I was a Juventus fan, but I'm not. The uh, mascot here is a bantam, a chicken. Wearing a claret and gold stripe, like a diagonal stripe kit they've got this season. Well, away we go, doing this list. Just put the old stopwatch on so I know how many minutes have gone. Lions attacking the home end. Bradford coming straight at us from kickoff. I'll stay with it inside eight, nine seconds. Coming down the right wing. Always a dangerous uh, looking side, I believe, and Craig does an industrial job of clearance here. Call down the wings is Fred. Going down the right wing, it's no one in the middle at the moment. There's um, Morrison making tracks forward, so Aiden O'Brien's in there. Actually, Morrison does juke it in there towards O'Brien. It's bobbing around and headed clear. So, a bright start inside the first minute. Both teams having little moments of um, forward play. It's been an open start, John, inside the first two minutes. And both teams are going for it. Very it? hectic so far, isn't it's it? Corner, Early Bradford corner. Bradford called off of the boot of Aiden O'Brien. Uh, weak point. It'll be interesting to see how our new six foot ten centre half deals with it. Yeah, here we go. He is a large boy, Jake Cooper. First glimpse we've got of him today, number 24. He does look like a large unit. Corner in from the uh, the left as we look, and that's Morrison heads clear. It's got to be said though, Nick, look at the turnout. Yeah. That's the uh, the power of selling the cheap season tickets at the start of the season. We're looking at a ground which way beyond three quarters full. Yeah, it's, no, it's, uh, it's they've really sold the seats. It's an impressive, impressive effort. It is. And it comes to the left now, Sean Williams again, deeper. Catches uh, Morrison or volley. Oh, that was a great save on the volley from the corner. That's a training ground routine. Nice. Lovely reaction shot from uh, from Morrison, I think it was. Oh, yeah, there. That was top right corner. Yeah, that was well in. Well saved by the keeper. Another corner, Lions. The Lions were criticised for Cholton Ch last week for not showing enough clinical um, ruthlessness in front of goal. I think we're trying to address that so far. Right hand side corner, deep one again. It's over. The goalkeeper tips it over. Could be another corner. Pressure. Is it a goal kick? I thought they'd probably give a corner. I overplayed my hand there, dear listeners. Apologies. I suppose what else are you doing, Bradford, really, John? What else is there, mate? I've been, uh, I've been walking through the town centre. I can morning. see that off in the distance. We saw the high rollers get in there, mate. <laughs> we, had, uh, we had our own police escort outside the pub, so uh, <laughs> there really isn't a lot going on in Bradford this afternoon. I suppose this is, a, you know, this is what you do. Momentum taking out the attack. The line's just a mass of white and blue bodies in front of the ball. They're trying to break us down. 
with Bradford free kick on the right as we look. Again, Morrison's in there. His defensive role is under un, underplayed. He's, he's, he's cut out at least uh, three, cross, three crosses so far this game. Tongue tied. Yeah, we're being pinned back a little bit at the moment. Bradford on the attack. Last ball here, free kick conceded. So the disagreement of the Lions fans. Minutes, yeah, they, 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 they retain possession. Well, they they we're, do. We're Whereas we're tending a little bit long and open for the, the bits. They're, uh, they're keeping hold of the ball very well. And they've got a tricky number seven out on the uh, left-hand side. He's made a couple of runs across. Yeah, he's, he's got behind a few times in this one. He keep a close eye on it. Another attack down the middle. They're looking dangerous. Shot from distance. Palmed away by Jordan Archer. Well, shot just outside the D. Palmed away low left by Jordan Archer. Bradford... Um, Corner. I think Williams is going to draw a booking. I don't know what he did there. Didn't see that. Drawing a yellow. Very strong hands from Archer there. Push that out for the, for the corner. Very good save there, I thought. It's going to be a battle today, dear listeners, that's for sure. It's, it's, um, Bradford have, have, have started with, with some intent. And here they are back on the, on the attack again. And that breaks down on the right-hand side. Bradford on the attack again as we come to the 20-minute mark. It's been a lot of pressure from Bradford so far in this game. Ball into the centre, there's a ball, ball uh, midfield, he shoots, that's blocked into Webster, the claiming hand ball over on our right, and you heard the riposte. They're coming at us in waves at the moment, and we're just sitting back, aren't we? It's been a difficult 20 minutes or so, but there hasn't been a clear-cut chance, and no. what has come has been from distance at Archer. Taken comfortably as well. We're getting our share of corners and, and hoof clearances which are coming to something, so still some way to go in this, but uh, there's agree. hope there, certainly. Bradford attack here, little uh, move forwards on the right, headed back into the possession by Williams. This is shot into the side netting by the uh, 19. I thought one awful, awful moment that got in the net then, John, but it was into the side yeah, netting. Uh, uh, Sean Cummings has come into the side over the last six weeks, and he's done very well with him, but uh, just there, he, he played ball. it back into a danger area where yeah. it could have been tied it up, and it, I just wonder what Marlon Romeo has to do to get back in the team, because he was, he was making a name for himself. He clearly needed a little bit of a rest. But uh, he's had that now, and I'd like to see him well, back in. about Romeo being played as a wide midfielder if he does come back from further forwards. I don't get I'm, that. I'm yet. not sure I see that given the recent transfer dealings as well. How many wingers do we need at the club? Yeah, just to try and keep him happy, to keep a sense of hope or something. I don't know. But <laughs> what about that, Romeo? That's quite literary. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Shakespeare gets quoted at the den now. Who knew? Back into the mix from Sean Williams. It falls to Lee Gregory. He blasts it high, high over the bar. First chance for the Lions in a little while, but that was uh, miles over. Coming up for 28 minutes. So here goes Williams with our left-sided corner at last. Floats deep towards... Uh, oh, that's a quite... Headed off the bar! Header from Cooper, safe well, headed again from the rebound from Lee Gregor against the bar. Big chance, Millwall. Play stops there, unlucky. He won that ball well there, Cooper, you can see he's a, da a danger he with the, did, the ball. He's, a, he's made something out of nothing there and we've hit the bar twice. Yeah. Um, really, very unlucky there, Lines it, it would work twice over. Blown up for a, a foul, isn't he? But I don't know where that came in the, in the process, but it certainly wasn't Cooper. He made a real nuisance of himself and uh, created something from nothing. Free, uh, tackle's flying in slightly now. We'll win a free kick. It's probably about halfway inside, just in line with the penalty area line. About halfway inside the Bradford half. I'm out of our shell last few minutes. We were a little bit pinned back, as I said, but now we're coming forwards with a bit more, a little bit more adroitly. And it comes from the left. Too long, too long, too long. It's going to go for a, a goal kick. 
another Bradford player gone down. Delaying the game, haven't they? One or two gone down so far. The pitch does look a bit heavy out there, John. Well, 32 minutes. There's going to be a couple of stoppages for Bradford in the course of the first half. So we expect a few minutes stuck on the end of the first period at least. As the uh, defender trudges away, having been substituted for Longley. In the middle, they're trying to look for the cross, but there's no one to aim at at the moment for them. Some career advice there, John. Career advice. He's hobbling down the touchline, holding his coat like he's just been chucked tough, out of the venue. Tough love. Tough love. <laughs> um, story of the first half so far is lots and lots of Bradford pressure, a lot of possession. We're sitting back. We do look dangerous when we get forwards. We probably had the best chance of the game when we hit the, the crossbar twice over from the, from the corner. But here come Bradford. Just at least ten minutes to go in the first half. Shot from distance from the seven. He tries and drags it more centrally. It's put it well wide, well wide, well wide. Credit for Tony Craig there, who covered at centre-half very well, tied it up the, the initial danger as well. So, uh, a couple of times they've gone to look for the long ball into the middle and there's no-one there for them that's going to compete, yeah. so they're having yeah. to play it on the, on the deck. Yeah. And I'm hoping that early sub will disrupt them as well. I say early, half-hour in, half hour but in. hopefully that'll disrupt them as well. Beckenbauer-style ball forward from Byron Webster, releases Fred down the right-hand side. So got two men, he's taken, gone past two men, he cuts it back in. This is Sean Williams who shoots from distance, that's wider than the post. Goal kick, worth a go, a little bit wide, wide left, but worth a go, skidding kind of shot. Fred's game intelligence has been lacking a little bit, I think we said earlier, but uh, you give the ball to him at his feet and he's got a defender to run at, that's where he comes into his own and he made that chance there for Williams, so uh, long way that continues. I like that term, game game intelligence, John, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to nab that and claim that for my own, mate. Nick, when you're at the, the top end of international football, as I find myself <laughs> watching Millwall every week, that's the sort of terminology you're well entitled to use. I like it, I like it. Long ball forwards, this is uh, Morrison trying to get in the face of the goalkeeper who collects. Hello, we've got the, the, the Jimi Hendrix feedback here. Live at Monterey and Bradford. Wow. Far out, man. Ball down the left-hand side. The seven's going to get the chance to cross it back. A little moment of the header is well wide in the event. Ben will bring it through and there's Lisman raises his flag and that's going to kill that moment. There's a moment where the seven, Marshall, has come down the right-hand side. He had the chance to cross it in, but the, thankfully the, uh, the quality of his crosses at the, at the depth of it has not been as good as it, 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 he hints in the course of the build-up, if that makes any kind of sense. Bradford coming down the, the uh, right as we look. The seven again. He's been a dangerous player. He's been in everything every time they've come forwards. That seven has been in the mix. He's twisting and turning. He's got webs in front. He's, he's almost dribbled through there, and at last, the last moment, Cummings puts it out for a corner. He looks a dangerous player. That seven, John. We're making him look like Diego Maradona. There was a couple of chances to hit him early there, and it wasn't taken. Yeah. I think uh, you think back to the Muscat and Dennis Wise here. He'd yeah, have dealt with on the flank, wouldn't, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's true. Ball out wide, wide right into the mix. The eight has a header. That hits the top of the crossbar. Wow. Top of the crossbar in 44 minutes. Their closest chance themselves. A looping header. Slap onto the top of the crossbar and goes off for a goal kick. Yeah, Jordan Archer had that covered all the way, I think. Was, uh, something out of nothing, but uh, I think it was safe. Yeah, I was going to say, until now, they've not looked really dangerous in no, where it counts. And that's the first one I can remember in the box, Nick. I don't know if you can remember no, any others. No, the quality of their final ball's so. not been great. Possession. Williams dinks it forward. It's, it's left towards... Cooper, that's the end of the first half. Nil-nil. Um, 
scrappy game, scrappy game, John. Yeah, there's uh, there's plenty in it for us, I think. It's, yep. they've, they've not really put us under any real pressure, despite having a lot of possession. It's all been from outside the box, and we've created a few chances from uh, from corners and set pieces. Um, would have liked to have seen Sean Williams had a dig from that particular free I was kick. thinking he, that myself. He's dinked yes. it into the box, and nothing's really come of that. But, uh, there we are. Bodes well for the second half. Be right back after these messages. Stuart McCall, dear, has just left the field to a, a resounding chorus of have a heart attack, you cunt. <laughs> it's, it's a medical moral line that Miller's supporters won't Heart attack's fine, any other killer he'll just Character seems to be out. I've got one of this, this medical kind of um, what the rights and wrongs, what you can wish on your opponents. Heart attack seems to be fine, but character seems to be out. Oh dear. Achtung, Milball. We're talking to John's friend John, another John. Um, what do you make of the first half there, mate? You're, you're neutral here today. I am neutral. Uh, you're liking what you're ne- Neutral and northern, and it's all good, <laughs> and that's all right. We're not northern of Bradford? No, not northern Bradford. Proud Mancunian, okay. but that's OK. okay. It's been a good game up to now. It's been lively. If anything, I think Millwall have been trying to play a bit too much football. All right. Trying to play a bit too much. A bit unusual. A bit too tidy. Well, Bradford are getting stuck in a bit more and having a, a little bit more, but it's, it's ebbing and flowing, isn't it? Yeah. Ebbing and flowing all the way. Ebbing and flowing all the we way. We tend to sit behind the ball and hit it long. When we get yeah. the possession, it goes, goes long. And it's not quite... We've certainly kept the ball... we kept our bodies between the ball and the goal, but yeah. we've not, not quite found the space yeah. up front. Yeah. I think it's... Uh, it, it's it, it's got a draw written all over it. And uh, when I went to the bookies earlier, Bradford yeah. supported in the bookies. That yeah. was his prediction. There's nothing that I've seen up to now that tells me otherwise. Okay, but a little bit of class somewhere along the line. I think I think Bradford have got a, a little bit more about them. Just a little bit more up front. Yeah. But you never you never can tell. Now be a Mancunian, I'm gonna to have to ask a question, which uh, United or City? Mate? Well, I'm a United supporter. Okay. And it's not going so well at the moment. No. One matter scored, but unfortunately he scored for Stoke. So it's Are one you a Marino that, man? So <laughs> did you like that appointment as, as, as manager? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I, think so. I think he was always... Actually going down with the United fans up there, don't, do they like uh, it? They love them at Chelsea. Well, everything's very fickle. It was always sit down Mourinho, it was always that. It's funny, <laughs> when, 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 somebody come, when somebody comes to your club and becomes a gaffer, then, yes. then uh, that's it. I think it's just going to take... It's going to take a generation to get over yeah. Alex Ferguson. That's the, yeah. that's the well, thing. Yeah, that's not achieved that yet, have they? Well, you know, it's they've the, the, the slowly but surely started playing a bit more progressive attacking yeah. football. Yeah, yeah. The United way. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it's a good. It's a good. I think it's everyone's way, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, uh, obviously, the uh, Northern correspondent John. <laughs> He he he, he, te- he 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 never tires of telling me about. Am I allowed to say the West Ham way? The West Ham way. But what is the West well, Ham way? Uh, it's, it's, it's a mythical it, way of playing. Yeah, that's, that's never seen have won anything, but apparently it's beautiful to watch. I can't think of any. Um, I can't think of any equivalent in the world of art where you can look at something because it, it, it goes nowhere, but it's beautiful to watch. Apparently, I've, I've never. Yeah. It, it stems back to when they won the World yeah. Cup, mate. Well. As it, I mean, you There's know, a couple of United players in that team. I seem to remember. <laughs> well, the stranger there was, and, and uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit too young to remember the great Duncan Edwards. But yeah, yeah. my dad tells me if Duncan Edwards had lived, Bobby Moore would have never lifted the World Cup. It would have been him. Yeah, there we it would have been him. And he was a Scotsman. But even he said Duncan Edwards was the, the greatest player he ever saw. And he puts that, he puts that in front of Pelly and George Best. So the West End way at the moment seems to be move yourself to a, a god awful stadium with no soul, indeed, and play indeed. poorly. So that, maybe that's the West End. And get, up, 
and get all and, and get all and sundry to pay for it. Well, according to John, anyway, all and sundry will pay for it as long as it's within the London borough. <laughs> well, there we go. Absolutely. A Premier League fan. Yeah. You enjoy these trips to yes, lower league football? Is yes. it, does it feel more, more real at times? It, it is real. Time? Well, it's real. Well, okay. What, what's the reality of today? The reality of today is. The last time I paid cash at a turnstile was the last cash turnstile for Manchester United away from home. And right. it was at Notts County in 1991. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Never, no, you, no, no, can't it's a it. different Can't world, be done, can't yeah. be done. You're close, to, you, you're close to the football, you see it, you feel it. You know, it's I was struck, I mean, we, the away game a little while ago, I was going through Manchester um, Piccadilly on the way home, yeah. so United were at home that day, so the sheer torrent of, of non... I mean, I know it's a joke, yeah, Manchester no, no, yeah, fans yeah, don't come yeah, from yeah, Manchester, yeah. but um, tourists, um, is, yeah. people from London, you know, yeah. the, the, the Cone yeah. Counties, yeah. going to Manchester, um, really struck. I, I suppose it's just, until you see it laid out before, you don't realise that these Premier League clubs are brands in a way that yeah. once upon a time it was a, it was a yeah. club and now it's a brand, isn't it? It's still, I think the thing is, you, you, you know... I'm you, you, about City. No, well, you could, you, you, I think, I think that a, I suppose, you, you, you know, a southern equivalent might be Arsenal. Arsenal That's yeah. the sort you, you of thing. You see it there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you see it United. The, the, the bottom line is United have always been a big worldwide draw and have been yeah. since the Munich Air yeah. disaster. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, before there was money involved yeah. Yeah. in it. absolutely. Yeah. I think now there's money involved in it. And you know you've got a team who was, and you know it's not it's it, it's it's not uh, blowing trumpets or anything, but you know this week they've said you know United are the biggest club fiscally in the world, yeah. the biggest financial, yeah. but the sixth in the Premier League and haven't won it for three years. I, I, that that what that says it, it shows that they've either got somebody very good in the marketing department or it's still. But this is an a artificial draw. market. Of course, the, it sheer, is. the sheer yeah. volume of money that sloshes around for often. I wouldn't say average players, but they're moderate players. They're, Mid- they're not the, well, well, the pumped-up Mid- world no, stars. No, that that's, right. The that's right. I mean, 30, 30 millions, you're the yeah. standard fair now. Talk to me about 30 million fair. for Jules Best. And then I'd say, yeah, there is a world-class player exactly. who stands out. Now, I know it's a different era, no, but you see the prices for players that don't impress, and there's something deeply wrong with a game when that's your norm. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? that's it. it it's... It is lost. I mean, you, you, you look at here. I mean, you've already commenting earlier about the ground. Yeah. The ground, the ground's too big for the punters at the moment. That's yeah. it. But you yeah. know what? It's nice. And the t- and, and the turning up. I don't know how many is it today. Maybe 20, uh, 21, 000, 21, 000, something like that. Yeah. But you know, it's you know, people people have turned up. Yeah. They're enjoying the football. Yeah. And it's and you know, it's a, it's a good it's a good outcome. Yeah. I mean, I. Uh, I follow also FC United and Manchester. Oh, you which can is go the, to the, uh, no, the, 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 the Phoenix. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I keep I keep having a look there. You know they're getting three and a half thousand. Yeah, they're, they're, they were born of a desire for something a little yeah, bit less. Yeah. Um, and the problem they're sanitized. having now is that they have a you know a policy of not accepting sponsorship. Yeah, and it's hurting them financially. Yeah, but it will. So be, it? Yeah. It, it, it's you, you wonder. Was it was it actually worth it? I think for some people it was worth it. I think what it what it was worth it for is that there's a generation of kids, yeah. young people, yeah. who can attend football matches at a nice ground. Yeah. And it is a nice ground. They've yeah. got a nice setup down there, new ground on my old school playing fields, oh, really? as it happens, Broadhurst okay, Fields, okay, where okay, I went to right, school. Okay. But it's it, it's a nice thing. But yeah, it, it. I think the contrast between the sort of and no disrespect, the lower league football yeah. and you know the Premier League stratosphere. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Product is probably the word stratosphere, whatever yeah. you want to call it. it. It's 
it's immense. I mean, you know, I can imagine that you can actually talk to some of these lads. Yeah. The, the, you, you know, you, you'd probably see them. You wouldn't see United. If you saw a United no. player, well, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You just wouldn't be in the same place as them. We played um, Bournemouth a couple of weeks ago in the yeah. EFA Cup, oh, yeah. um, beaten resoundingly. Yeah. I mean, that was a second string 11 they, they turned out there, but still yeah. 40, 40 plus million pounds for the talent. You've seen our players. I mean, the you know, 40 million doesn't cover the turnover of the club. So, yeah. um, but I was just struck by the lack of um, the lack of spirit and the, and this EFA Cup. And I get that these clubs don't take it so seriously. I find it a real shame. It's, football's had something removed surgically from its soul, isn't it? When, when clubs can disrespect the, I don't the know, FA Cup. Yeah, I don't know whether it's become it's become a job. I mean, it's it's how they become a job for some people. Yeah. Uh, think, yeah. Also, it's it, it comes it must come down to money. I know that's an easy thing to say, but what, when qualifying for say the top four in the Premier League yeah. upsurps the greatest yeah. cup competition in the world. Yeah. There's something not right, is there? Well, one thing I've always liked about Marino is he does take... He wants to win everything, doesn't he? Yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't like to lose. Oh, yeah. well, one thing you've got to say about the yeah, man, he will um, not the League Cup, FA no. Cup. He wants it. And, you know, I mean, last season we won the FA Cup, yeah. went to every game by one. It was, a, it, was, it, was, it was like going back in time a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, this, I think the semi-final was better than the final. Last-minute goal, a good day out, good day out at Wembley. Yeah. But... The thing was, it still, it, the season last season, to a yeah. lot of people, felt like. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Underachieving because yeah, we never yeah. got into the top four. Yeah. And that's I think that's where we're at at the minute. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is where we're that's where we're at at the minute. Yeah. And it and it is a shame because there's a bloke who won the FA Cup and got sacked the same night. Yeah. You, yeah. You'd never, you, 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 you would, you would never, be, you would never believe it. But going back to Millwall, which yep. is what it's all about yeah, today. Absolutely. Uh, for me, I've liked uh, number seven, short lad, midfielder. Oh, uh, his name. Seven is um, is, is seven is eight. He's talking about is Ben Thompson. Yeah. Ben Thompson, little dynamo yeah. midfielder. Yeah. 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 Millwall looks, boy through and through yeah, as well. Yeah. Well, he looks like a footballer. Even yeah. the way he runs, you he, can tell he, he's, he's, got, he's got it. Yeah, he's got it. Yeah. He's got it, you can tell. I think yeah. Jordan Arch has had a, a good game. Yeah. I think 
I don't know whether Steve Madison's shown his age a little bit. He a comes little and he bit. goes. Yeah, um, a little bit. His game is built on being a very annoying person in, in the face of the defender and, and, and yakking at the referee a lot. And, and I think it works the, out very well, actually. And, and I think these lads down here would love to see Fred get a goal. Absolutely. I think if Fred got a goal, it'd make their yeah, night and make, make a, a, good tri- a, a good trip back home. Nice one, John. I really appreciate it, mate. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Big thank you to John. John's friend, John. Achtung, Mehlball. Hi, I'm Ray Wilkins. I had an amazing time when I was at uh, Millwall, Dennis Wise. Love the place immensely. I really do support their, um, their fight against the Lewisham Council for losing the debt. We support Millwall FC's fight against Lewisham Council. Hashtag say no to the CPO. Hashtag Lewisham 4. What's that, son? <laughs> Come on, you lions! Go on, you lions! Achtung, Mehlball. John's just come back with an antidote, an anecdote, not an antidote, an anecdote from the uh, the gents downstairs. John, can you describe what you saw there, mate? Protect the innocent, Nick. It may or may not have happened. <laughs> of course. Much, much like the fantastic man in Block 11's uh, <laughs> Nazi video earlier in the week. <laughs> might um, not be Lewisham Town Hall. It, it appears that a steward took, a, took the initiative to pop into the toilets and fish someone out for smoking and was consequently lifted out of the <laughs> said establishment by a couple of Millwall supporters and are now uh, police down there trying to... And now the coppers are in there trying to resolve the situation amicably. I'm sure the, the diplomatic <laughs> corps have been dispatched and they're, they're ironing things out as we speak. Oh, dear. Team's out for the second half. Dear listeners, the light's dropping. Grey sheet, grey skies. Floodlights illuminating the pitch. Damp in the air. It's a very northern atmosphere here, John, isn't it? Um, northern shithole being the two words which were invented for. <laughs> nice Bradford are going to kick us off, attacking their home end. Nines will be attacking the away end, second half. Stuart McCall striding back out. He hasn't had his heart attack yet, John. He's clearly avoided the half-time heart attack. So, <laughs> so great No heart attack yet from Stuart McCall. And off we go. I described Morrison, John, on last week's show as a, as a 99p store Eric Cantona because he, he has the kind of Gallic um, air Stuns, of, a, yeah. of a man of some uh, talent um, and he, he does his job, but he's, he's got that same kind of arrogance on, in, at this level. He has the same kind of um, presence in, in Millwall terms. There he goes now, going forwards. Goalkeeper nearly panicked. Gregory chases in. That's going to be cleared. Yeah, there was an interview on News at Den with Steve Morrison. Who is, well, they said his, his playing style is to pick his defender who he will get under the skin of and um, do it quite, um, well, I say legally, he pushes quite the bounds. cute about, isn't he? He's cute about it. He doesn't get many bookings. It's true, actually. He's come to the lines. It's Lee Gregory. Oh, the handball there. Handball. Ref- referee sees nothing. Wiseman sees nothing. This is Ben Thompson. He's going to probably overrun slightly. He gets the ball back. Gone for a goal kick. Gone for a goal kick. Lines were getting some stick. Some expressions of um, dissent on his on his uh, decision making there, John. Well, I thought it was just about just just about right, just about right. Although the, I think the, I think the referee was in a different time zone. He was a bit like. <laughs> Enjoying this game, a little bit scrappy. It's opened up a little bit second half, isn't it? Yeah, it's, a, it's an English English lower level football game, isn't it? It's uh, you know no, no beautiful game, but it's certainly committed. It's a war of attrition. Absolutely, Cruyff style back heel there from Shawnee Williams. 
when they come off they look great that came off a little ball in the box that's flicked on by Aiden O'Brien Gregory can't turn can he get a shot on goal he's, he's moment goal Lee Gregory fantastic close skills one little Millwall Gregory straight over to the uh, empty stand of the Bradford fans one little Millwall beautiful take and turn by Lee Gregory in front of goal that was fantastic striking work, John. Two pieces of skill we haven't seen since the days of Gold Nil. Um, Sean Williams turned, Cruyff turned in uh, yes, central midfield, yes. and then Lee Gregory battling away and flicking it between his feet to create a space for the finish was absolutely superb. beautiful stuff. Really good goal. Strap as it may look on the replay. There's the Lee Gregory song. John's on Lee Gregory to score the 2 1 win for the Lions. 2 1 win, 32 1. Drums being beaten, all that. The drum is beating much harder. There's more urgency about it now. They're getting a little bit disgruntled, John, aren't they, down that end? They have been for the last five They, they were quite happy at the uh, last chunks of the first half. But I think we've got, we've got them rattled. <laughs> Bradford on this out the seven looked dangerous the whole game. He sprays it out wide right. This is a with 29. Ball across the middle. Up high, bouncing around down that far end, long way away from where we're standing. We're bouncing around. Wide right now, and it's going to be cleared. Stadium's gone very quiet, a little lull in play. Bradford in possession. Facing the two banks of blue and white striped shirts. Ben Thompson tackling there, John Wow. He's done superbly going box the box this afternoon. Um, Romeo, as we said earlier, probably deserves a place back in the side, but it does look a more solid rather than creative back does. four. Bradford on the attack. No, they run straight into another defender's no leg there. Bradford have had a lot of possession out there today, mate, but no, yeah. no product. No, nothing. I mean, there's been that header that hit the, hit the bar in the first half. Yes, yeah. That's it. That, that, that huge that, amount of possession with no, yeah, that's no shot it. on goal. And they don't look particularly threatening. They've, they've looked they've, they've looked particularly unthreatening the yeah, longer yeah. the game's gone on. Bradford just on the attack on the right-hand side, as I'm talking to John this. Into the mix is the seven, what can he do? Across the goal. One all. There's curses there, John. One all, ball across the box, slammed in the far left post. Seven was in it, yeah. Conceding huge amounts of possession, John. I suppose it was coming in a sense, mate. But... Gutter. One almost surrounded by Coppers suddenly. One or two. Is... Willie's sister wielding that microphone in a dangerous manner. <laughs> it's, the, it's the rapier like wit of my podcast. They come to put an end to it. Bounce around down that far end. Loose. Taken on the line by Joel Narch, a little bit of a worrying moment there. Shot from the, from the outside first half where everything was from outside the box, and now pushing us further and further back inside our box. And uh, indeed, that's where the goal comes from. I think it might be Wallace time soon, John. Get a bit of pace I think we need coming. something to stretch it out a little bit, yeah, don't we? I think you're right. Bradford player on the floor after that challenge from Tony Craig in the, in the Craig style. <laughs> He's walked here, though. He's all right. He's alive. It's a miracle, is Ferguson coming in for, for, for um, Aidan O'Brien, bit of wing play. Fred going out. Jed Wallace, return to the prodigal. 71 minutes, 19 to go. 
And the Lions opportunity from the corner. On the left side as we attack, he's got Byron Webster. It's going to be Williams that takes. Yep, Cooper's in, in, the, in, the, in the, the shadow by the eight. He's got Craig behind him. He's lined up behind him, must be some kind of move. This is floats in towards Craig. Oh, he's almost caught by Lee Gregory in front of goal. From the header down by Tony Craig. Little moment there. Bradford on the attack. This is the seven. Shot wide to the right-hand posts. Home fans thought that was in. It was wide, wide right. There's the seven again, just outside the penalty area. He's running across the line again. Let him do that a few too often. A few times too often. He went tumbling, looking for a penalty. And hoofed to clear in the event. Greg's trying to work his defender. Cuts it back. This is this is Wallace. Just outside the uh, Bradford penalty area. Little cross in. It's Morrison diving header. Unlucky, taken easily enough by the goalkeeper. Nice move, nice still move. They run to the cost, but those chances are still coming. So still yeah, there's a goal in it yet. Last five minutes of the game, 85 minutes. We need to get this cleared and do after a fashion. So I don't know how you'd feel about this last last five, six minutes. Oh. I think you'd be disappointed we're not, we're not getting it. Haven't gone ahead, yeah, to concede the poor goal, sloppy yeah. goal to concede. I mean, Bradford... Oh, it was a winning situation, wasn't it? I think it was. I think it's. I think coming up front, I think... It, Still look a bit of quality up here, Millwall. I think once yeah. it once they get forward, I think it's getting the ball forward. That's the problem. Yeah, it's I getting agree. the ball into the box. Once it gets into the box, there's, there's chances. But I think we probably would have taken a point at the start of proceedings. Yeah. But yeah, you know, so. having gone ahead, you you, yeah, wanna, yeah, yeah. you, you, you expect a little bit more. I'm a, I'm a bit disappointed with Bradford to be honest. I yeah. thought, given the given the sort of lofty league position, yeah, they, they put I, I a bit agree. more into it. I expected it. better up front yeah, from them. The, 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 there's not too much. There's not too much here to be honest. It's just the wealth of pressure and the the attack in the cop. So yeah. it, 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 that's all they've got really going for them. Four minutes. Four minutes. Four minutes overtime. Injury time. One each. Lions will feel very. Um, hard done by we, we got ourselves in front beautiful goal from Lee Gregory back to goal Gert Muller style finish in front of goal and then we conceded a sloppy equaliser it was, a, it was a, a move down the right hand side balled across the mill box and slammed home on the left hand uh, post by the Bradford striker so sloppy goal to concede loads and loads of possession for, for Bradford in the second half Millwall by contrast have been a little bit um, when they come forward look dangerous a little bit under under pressure for the most part. There's the final whistle. One each, probably a fair result on balance. That's the game, dear listeners. Overall, um, a battle of attrition from two sides. English lower league game. Loads and loads of possession for Bradford. Lines a lot more direct. So there we are. We gave everything there, John, didn't we? Hard fought game, gave everything. Hard fought game, feel of a cup tie about it. Yeah. Um, and one of those that you'd have taken. These are a good side, they've done well. I, I think we were the last thing to beat them here. So. I don't think we'd have done it in the dressing room. No, it's just the same goal, no so real regrets. No real regrets. I think these performances all over the pitch. And, uh, yeah, come away with a point. It's the sort of point that's, uh, that you earn at this sort of place, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Appreciate your time, John. Thank you, mate. There we are, one all at Valley Parade. Back after these messages. Are you tired of having no voice at Millwall? Then why not join the AMS, the Association of Millwall Supporters? The AMS is an independent fan group. 
meaning they're not directly affiliated with a football club, and therefore they aim to truly represent the fans' best interests. To join the AMS, visit amsgroups.info. That's amsgroups.info. Or if you're on Twitter, go to at a underscore m underscore s underscore group, and they will be happy to answer your inquiries. Big welcome back on the show from Battle Room Central, Mickey Simpson of the AMS. Welcome back to the show, Mick. Thank you, Mick. It's partner in crime, isn't it? Partner in crime. It's been um, a dramatic week. Um, revelations in the Guardian. Two two articles, two major pieces, Mickey. Really, aren't they? Um, yeah, within um, within twenty four hours of each other. Yeah, major story um, relating to. The Surrey Canal Sports Foundation, which is the uh, it is um, just to explain to listeners the, the the Surrey Canal Sports Foundation is a charity set up by Renewal to manage the the, the proposed sports centre, Mickey, isn't it? It's, it's the Energise Centre. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it was uh, supposed to be put together to um, guarantee the formation of the. Yeah, the Energise Centre. Now, that, the Energise Centre is the is the absolute linchpin of this proposed renewal, regeneration of the area. Because um, basically, what that's going to be is a a fairly high profile sports centre, very much akin, from what I can see, to the old National Sports Centre that used to be at Crystal Palace, or maybe still is. I don't know, yeah. but it's going to be at that that level. Um, and upon yeah. upon that coat peg, Mick, um, the whole scheme turns really because otherwise, renewal just another builder of flats, nothing to separate them from the mob, and that no. that's the um, uh, that the sports centre is the is the thing that um, gives the public good uh, aspect that allows Lewisham to argue they need compulsory purchase orders. Uh, but there's a big but involved in this, isn't there? There's a huge but. The story relates to the misuse, basically, Mick, of Sports England's name and an alleged. Two million pounds worth of funding for a sports centre doesn't seem to have actually been in place at all, does it? Well, it isn't. <laughs> no, There's no, it no doesn't. I mean, when when they originally put the planning in, I think it was in it was uh, prospectively in place, so we say. Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, the the funding just ran out, or, or the the time scale ran out, because all these all these fundings are three years. Yeah, that's right. They've deadlines. So, you yeah. Know, when you don't think, when you don't sit there and, and start doing stuff, then people go, "Well, actually, I've got to plan forward for the next one." But I think the big movement now is obviously with everyone's retweets and everything else, and everyone's obviously looking at it. The um, charity commission's investigating it now, so yeah, that's huge. I mean, they've got a lot of power. So if people have have potentially committed wrongdoing then uh, they will be held to task. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Barney's story relates to the misuse of this claim of fundings, misrepresentation. I mean, you know, there's yeah. no another way to put it. Um, it's re- re- repeatedly used that they have this money in place and they don't, and some some big names are attached to it. I mean, Mayor Bullock, not, not least of them, um, as well as Peter John of um, Suffolk Council, I believe. He's also associated with it, isn't he? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I think that some of the trustees will end up hopefully uh, seeing sense and, and distancing themselves as far away from this as, as possible. I know one already has. Yeah, um, Tanny Gray, yeah. Yeah, she's dropped yeah, out. I mean, I, mean, I mean, you know, I, I live in Southwark and I think it's disgusting that 
um, the leader of our council, is um, is potentially involved in this. I think it's absolutely shocking. Um, in the same way as people who probably live in Lewisham think the way their council is doing is shocking as well. So um, I think the the net is getting murkier, uh, or the waters are getting murkier. Absolutely. I think um, people really don't like the fact that they're getting this scrutiny. I don't think for one minute they thought that messing about with a, a team like Millwall, no one's really going to look deep, no one's going to really do that. Well, unfortunately, you're fucking... Because <laughs> um, I had to put a sphere in there because obviously Lions live between me, I, I couldn't get away with it. So, so I've got to go back to the old self, fellas. But uh, people think that it's a little old Millwall where you know it's a little fan group, a couple of fans, all of that, mate. Underestimate us at your peril. Absolutely, because, absolutely. Because we know a lot more than what's out there at the minute, mate. So, you know, I mean, there, there's, there's speculation this morning that bits and pieces have changed on the website. Bits have gone missing. And if that's proven to be true, which obviously yeah. uh, we've got people looking into that now, if that's proven to be true, that's a huge, huge point of guilt. The, uh, I mean, the Lewisham website was officially down for web maintenance, which is a perfectly legitimate thing to do. But as you say, the, um, and one of the things I just, before I, I called you, I just looked through Twitter and already the stories are online that bits and pieces are not there, that were there. Um, yeah. And the, these people are, I don't know what goes through their heads because you and me, Mick, have both been privately contacted by people who can access yeah. old web records. This... This stuff doesn't go away. People know how no. to find it, and it's so bloody stupid. You know, why are we... I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's crazy. I mean, you know, obviously there's some people we've sat there and spoke about, and there's other people where... The people who are contacting us and offering us their services are people at the top of their field. Absolutely, you know, I absolutely. Mean, I mean, you, 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 you've been in some of the conversations I have. I mean, you know, we, we call him Swiss Tony, but yeah. the information what Swiss Tony has shared with us is absolutely unbelievable. Um, and if we were to put all that out now, it would sort of, it would show our hand way too early. Absolutely. They, they, they really don't know what they're, what they're messing with, really, because the, the, public, the public anger is growing. I mean, we've now got people from constituencies contacting us saying, "Well, my my MP, um, my councillor who sits on the on the committee, absolutely shocking towards us. Doesn't turn up. Doesn't do this. Doesn't do that." We're hearing there's massive revolts within Labour. Within um, the council, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've heard that. Massive. I've heard that. And it's like, what are you doing? If people don't want it, why are you pushing for it so mad? Because it, the problem going is that it's going to go through. Right, we we know we know realistically that we think it's going to get voted through because that's that's you know the stubbornness and everything else is just going to push it through. We want the public inquiry. We 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 can't wait for it because then all our information will get heard in an open forum. Absolutely. And then they have got nowhere to hide. And you know what? This week's going to be a fun week. I'm looking forward to this week. I think it's <laughs> what we we plan for. Um, and and massive massive thank you to to the players for um, beating Bournemouth, gives yeah. us the opportunity to take it to a, a huge TV audience. I mean, you're looking at potentially there could be an audience of six million people. And um, worldwide. These these games get shown yeah. around the globe, Mick. The interest in the yeah. FA Cup is deep. On Sunday. The yeah. only downside to it is, is that, unfortunately, because it's FA, the club can't do a really cheap ticket because they've got to pay, obviously... Watford money and the FA money and everything else, and it'll and it'll financially hurt the club. Yeah. But look, 
you know what, 20, 25 quid, turn up with a den, show your voice, show your support, sort of ask, just get a good few load of people there, you know, hopefully it's not going to be 2,000, but, you know, get a good, good number there, come and sign the petition, what we're going to be doing, yep. you know, the leaflet petition, yep. and then we'll hand that in, come and give us a bit of support and say, look, you know, Come and come and put your, your name and your face to it, and, and we're going to be there, aren't we? we well, we'll you know, be there. Come and ask um, us questions. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll we'll be there. I mean, on that on that, there is a leaflet. We've put it out this morning on the net. If you can't make the game, print it off at home. If you don't know how to do that, get your kids to give you a hand. Get it printed. Sign it. Drop it off when you're next at the den or the blue bus, or, or send it into the send it into us. We scan it over to us send again. Send it into the MSC. Yeah, send it to the MSC. MSC. Send it into you. Scan you know, it to Mickey. Scan through. it to me. Get it to us by hook or by crook. What we're going to do is build up these leaflets. We're going to ask Sajid Javid, who is the, the Secretary of State for Local Government, to call this in and to review it. And, and that may be part of the uh, the, the post vote because, uh, as you say, Mickey, I, I, I think these these idiotic councillors are so stubborn they can't see beyond the end of their nose, mate. This is a vanis- I mean, vanity project for Steve Bullock, Mayor Steve Bullock. Oh, mate. Slippery this Steve. This is, yeah, yeah. Slippery Bullshit Steve. Barry, Bullshit Barry Quirk, uh, Slippery Steve Bullock. Uh, you know, the other thing was making me laugh, and it's just before I go into this other point. Um, go we'll on. raise the other point first. Right? The, I've raised it on Lions Live, and, and, and it's hard to sit there and fathom. There's a freedom of information request for the unrefracted information for the... Um, for the um, Due diligence report. Yeah, yeah. And and that that's appeal what needs to be heard. It was already delayed one time because of obviously um, some reason which we won't go into on here, but it was, mm. it was delayed. Mm. That's now being heard a week after the decision of the next council meeting where they want to suddenly put through the CPO. And you're like, surely you want that to come out to make sure that there's nothing in there that's going to stop you putting it forward. Because if you put it forward... That appeal gets won, yeah. and then all it's, of a sudden um, there's stuff in there which is very damning. All of a sudden you'll look to me absolutely stupid more than what you are already. There, there's no natural justice there, is there? There's no natural flow of justice in, in you know, a, a, an illustrative hearing after the vote's been taken. You have it the other way round, so the, the information's out in the open, like you're saying, um, and then, then you hold your vote. It's absolutely know. crazy. You know what? You, you, you know and I know that I don't know if we, we should say... But no, do you know what? I don't really care. We're not going to mention names. So we say, me and you have been privy to certain conversations with certain individuals who, shall we say, don't like the heat no. that could possibly affect their careers. Their political um, careers. That's right. Yeah. And and who wouldn't? Who would want to be associated with this? If you're looking, you know, these these, these young councillors see this as a springboard, Mickey, to get into a get into a, get a seat in Westminster. This is this is your this is where you start. This is your proving grounds, like reserve team football in a way, and then you move on to the big stuff at Westminster. This is where you want to make your name. And who would want to be associated with this uh, burned out? Um, has been mayor who's got this vanity project in mind. He sees it as his legacy, and somehow you've got to sacrifice your career, your reputation, your name for slippery Steve Bullock's long-term legacy. Do you, would you well, want that? I wouldn't want it. Well, the thing is, uh, is that we've obviously been involved. You know, me and you have been involved in the conference calls on this, so so we know who these people are. Yeah. But the problem is. If, if you've got people now around you sitting there wanting to look at an exit strategy, 
Uh, and potentially, I think it's, you know, we're more than happy to take them as an AMS supergrass. We keep their identity secret. We've got legal things in place to, to keep all sources absolutely hidden. Absolutely. And, they, and they fully understand it because they see the documentation to prove that. But if people are now making that move... Well, we know we, we know we, that things are very wrong. What well, we know, one or two are wobbly, don't we? Um, we'll say no more than that because, obviously, as you say, cards have to be kept close to chess. But we do know they're wobbly, um, and I would be wobbly in their in their place. You've got to look for number one in politics because one thing's for sure, cabinet members. If you're listening, I hope you are. Sir Steve Bullock does not give a shit about you. There's only one thing he gives a shit about, and that's Sir Steve Bullock. So, yeah, think I'm on, think on. Slippery Steve. <laughs> yeah, slippery Steve, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit Barry, Barry, murky mustache. We've got Bailey Bullock. Bullock coming out. What the, the, the internal ones are calling a certain a certain councillor within there. Um, there's documentation today come out. Well, one of them sits as a magistrate. Yeah, um, I know, unbelievable. You know, and, and I thought they are supposed to be completely open and honest. You know, completely meant open to be. and look at all the facts and everything else. Welcome to the system, as they say. But um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I think it's right. I think um, this week's going to be fun. I think there's you're a right. Lot of bits and pieces all mounting up towards next weekend. Yep. Um, there's various banners, as I said. You know, it, it's pleased to announce that it will be AMS. It will be the um, supporters club. It, it'll be the Mill Supporters Club. It will be the Lions Trust. Yep. So it'll be three of us sitting there going together. Our, our main. It, our main process is obviously say no to the CPO. Um, all three of us together will be doing the no to the CPO. AMS will continue with the fact-driven points um, and the questioning what we've been doing um, for the last two, three weeks. Yep. Um, and we'll continue that this week. Yep. So it, it's literally, we need support of the game. Yep. We need... Um, support this week with retweets we need yep. just pretty much the same as what we've had same already as, I agree just I agree just re- keep retweet 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 if you live in Lewisham and, and you're on Twitter or you're you know email email them ask them to justify why they think it's fair to push this through you know if you don't have their Twitter accounts contact myself or unit we yeah, have them we absolutely. have all their Twitter we do. we can supply um, yep and do it. If you want a letter and you want to write a letter and you're that dishappy with, with what's going on and you're a Lewisham resident, email us. Give yeah. us the letter. We'll take your name off it. And, and, and the, you know, we'll take your name and address off it as such. But you need to prove that you live in Lewisham in case... Yeah, in case there's any, any, any stooges. Any stooges. We've yeah. published the letters for you. We've put the letters out there because... This week, we need more and more pressure. We, You know, we don't know. They could come out tomorrow morning and say that they've decided to cancel it indefinitely or whatever with with a recent light. But the trouble is, even if they do that, the Charity Commission's investigating. That could lead well, some aspects to the fraud office. That could lead to police. They have that power. There's also, well, the, you know, there's also the digging that's going on behind the scenes that we don't know where that might lead us yet, but we won't, we won't um, say any more on that front than that. No, but we, we, that, we, 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 think, we, we think the uh, the information was being unearthed is very, very interesting. It's very it interesting. Great reading on a, on, a, on a morning or an evening. I mean, a, we've got so much bedtime reading, it's great. <laughs> well said, Mickey. Um, one final thing, I think it's worth... Saying thank you to two people, as Barney Rone for giving us the the reach and the the, the platform that we 
we, we, we would have tried to have achieved, but we probably couldn't have done without that level of, of coverage. The Guardian reaches places and people that, um, you know, are beyond our, our, our um, you know, abilities at the start of it. So I want to say thank you to Barney. Um, I also want to say thank you, Mickey, to Swiss Tony, um, a mystery man, of course, but he has given us a cutting yep. edge a cutting edge that we were desperately needed at the right time. And I just want to say thank you. I know he listens. Um, yeah. So a big thank you to Swiss Tony. He's out there and he's not going no, to go I, away. Not going to go away. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think a big thank you. I think a big thank you to Councillor Hall as well. Councillor Hall is another call. Yeah. Good call. He is absolutely wanting open to open transparency and everything else. Exactly what he got voted in for. And I think that's, that's what we need. But yeah. a very, a very brave man, actually, Councillor Hall. He's a. I, th- I think he's ruined his career potentially. Yeah. He's, I haven't met him. He's, he's, um, you know, he's, he's a. He's not a. He's, you know, he's not the image of um of, of somebody who would do this. But he's a brave man, and he's put his neck on the line for us. So I think again, that deserves mention, and it deserves reward if if he, you know, if uh, if at the right time. Let's say that. Um, Can I just say one other thing before, on, before, before we, close. we go? Yep. Um, go obviously, you know about it, but uh, you have obviously other, other listeners. Um, any celebrity sort of people who are in the limelight, shall we say, um, within as a Millwall fan or, or just supports us, we've got a little statement and we'd love some little videos. We've already got a load um, yep. and we're getting some, some more done. But if you're interested, just drop us a text, say, you know, what, what is it you want me to do? And, and we'll send you the... It's about two sentences. In yeah, fact, um, wording. very um, neutral. Just back in the club and and let yeah. us, you can do it on your phone. A little with video. Yeah. We support Millwall. Video, selfie up video, the lines. Sort of thing. Yeah, um, and then send it to us, and then we'll use it um, over this week uh, and go. We've got some good ones already, yeah. um, but we can always do with more. Or even so, you know what? Look, we post. I think I think we do this. We post that message out, and if you're a Millwall fan or you're just somebody wants to get involved, just do a little five-second video saying this statement and send it back to us and, and maybe we we'll can post play it. it all into a long video. And we'll or post stick, them up, just... stick them up as we get them because they're always good. Yeah, yeah, we? I think that'll be. I think we, we might post one up in a while, so yeah. Fabulous. Appreciate your time, Mickey. I know you've, no got, you've, got, you've got your kids at the uh, swimming pool. I can't believe you're not in the swimming pool yourself, mate. But um, no, She has lessons. It's, like, it's not a swimming swimming pool. It's a private pool for lessons, you see. It's, um, it's, not it's a... courtesy of the, uh, of the oh, AMS Surrey Canal Foundation. Sports Foundation. <laughs> it's, it's the AMS Foundation fund, you see. It's, it, it's, it's that, you know that one that buys us the Cuban cigars and the, uh, and the champagne, mate. So, uh, so, yeah, nice one. Uh, all right, no worries. Thanks, Mick. Speak soon, mate. Take care. See you later. Bye bye. And I'm not going away with some dirty Northern punts to spit all over me. He spits over me. I'm You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.